0: And welcome to Woodman Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast hosted by three West Bramage Albion fans that are probably better organised than our back three are. Uh, I'm Graeme Brown and I'm here with Joe Chapman. Emphasis on the probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hello Graeme. Yeah, we'll say how this pans out. And Kieran Duda. Hi, Graeme, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you both. So today is all about Tony Mowbray, who's a bit of a mythical figure at the Albion. Uh, someone who, uh, who yeah, had a very, very... Um, Busy time uh, club, lots of incomings, lots of outgoings, some promotions, some relegations. Uh, He's someone who, uh, who, like I say, has got a real kind of standing as compared to uh, a lot of other um, recent managers. I think it's the nature of the football they play. uh, And how I suspect this is going to pan out based on conversations we've had before is that two people, i.e., Joe and Kieran, are going to talk. Effusively about what a wonderful manager he is, and I, as I often do on this podcast, regular listeners will know, will buzzkill by slagging him off. Uh, so let's start with uh, with you, Joe. Um, your memories of uh, of the man?
1: Oh, he's a footballing pioneer. He uh, he led a, a very very cheaply assembled side to promotion uh, to the league title. The only real success uh, that I've been able to enjoy in my short in my short life and um, okay it didn't work out in the Premier League and he was found out and they didn't do uh, they didn't recruit well enough for the the season after but that won't uh, detract from the enjoyment I had in that season where Albion were able to bounce back from the playoff defeat which I don't think can be underestimated the ability to Bring it all back together again. Start a new season. I remember it really, really clearly. They, they lost two of the first three games that season, and you were left thinking, "Where are we going to be?" Yeah, and because uh, you kind of lost a
0: spine, didn't you? You know, you lost. Yeah, you lost your yeah. We've your got player, the big player, list of players that
1: that 2007 summer window, where there was an, ev- an inevitable exodus happening. There were players that you weren't too bothered about. There were players that you knew were leaving, so you knew that Diamancy Kamara. Jason Kumas, Curtis Davis were going to be destined for the Premier League, whether they were the, whether they were going to be playing for Albion or not. Yeah. Uh, Paul McShane was a surprising one because I thought he did all right at Albion, but I didn't imagine that he attracted Premier League uh, a Premier League move, which he got. And Nathan Ellington just wanted out. And um,
0: and the guy, I mean, it was a, it was it was I think it was the first it was a time when we sort of came to realise that Jeremy Peace was, um Someone who always got big money for everyone. I remember Ellerton being that man. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, Kieran, go on. Your memories of, of that of that season and Tony Mowbray in general.
2: Yeah, like Joe said, it's it's the first time we have saw this, you know, mythical style of player that Albion fans banged on about. That you know, we young, attacking, te- with attacking intent. We hadn't seen that. I mean, you know, before that, I'd, Gary Megson is the best manager we've seen, and as well as he did, the football wasn't exactly brilliant, was it? to nope. watch. Was built on clean sheets. It was a, it was a different kind of operation. Out, yeah, exactly. So we hadn't we hadn't really seen anything like that, and to watch such expansive football with the midfield assembled, it was honestly it was so it was great to watch. Wasn't it? After we we'd spent years watching, you know, very well drilled teams, m- much like we've come to get used to again. Yeah. Now.
0: Yeah. No, I, suppose, <laughs> I suppose it's living out again. Well, well, I am a mixing man, so 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 this could lead to a debate in in in, uh, in a moment. And um, I had a great time that season too, uh, and, and 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 I thought he did a, he did a good job, and he overperformed in terms of investment, as has been suggested. It was followed by a following season where he underperformed on investment, and uh, mm. and was well. I, mean, I you know they they were not one of the three worst teams in the division yet they finished bottom. Uh, uh, well, I think that's
1: definitely. To debated. be debated, <laughs> they which is great because we're on a podcast and should be debated. now They, re-
0: they recruited badly. We famously went up with the best midfield in the world,
1: uh, yeah, and then yeah. we came
0: down with them finishing
1: bottom. We lost Kevin Phillips. Yeah, we lost Alton Gera Yeah, we lost Martin Albrickson, which actually ended up being a blessing in disguise. It wasn't the worst. Um, actually, you look at the signings we did make. That's that we, you know, we made Bednar and Miller's loan deals permanent. Yeah, we signed Kim Do Hyun. And Borgia Valera Neither Who We were ready for May-tay. Uh Yeah Abdullah <laughs> Mateo, you've been chasing For a long time Scott Carson uh, Zuvaloon, We signed uh, Ryan Dunk Jay Simpson I okay. mean they, they were not They, they were shouldn't. not 17th best Premier League team
0: no, we're not because we recruited badly. But I mean, again, the, I think the thing that the, where I would again, this this I am I am this this person that does this in this podcast, just regularly listens one know. <laughs> but we went up with an exceptional team. We recruited yeah. badly and went down, and it's like as if he floats above this for for any kind of criticism. Yeah. He just he just listed a whole load of players that we shouldn't have signed. Uh, and where I would differ, where, so so, so my, my as a Megson man, what I would say is. Gary Megson never underperformed with his team. You know, when we got relegated, it's because we mm. were the worst, and we were the cheapest, and we were the, uh, you know, we, we were kind of destined to do it, and then we'd bounce yeah. back again, and blah, 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 blah. Mm. And it was a midway point, this, and, and you're right. I mean, Albion were, I mean, like, you know, loaning Jay Simpsons kind of is an example. It's the sort of thing a team gets relegated would do. But he named a lot of people there, and you didn't name any good ones. I mean, it, was, it was it was an uh,
2: atrocious well, time. Well, he did group. make some mm-hmm. incredible signings.
1: There were no, yeah, there were no... Um, there were no Albion fans complaining when Borgia Valera arrived, but no. that said, you know we we never ever got to grips with accommodating him. He had it, it, rather than Malumbu, ironically, who arrived a season later. If Malumbu had been playing alongside him, then Valera probably would have shone. Yeah. But That's he was it. playing alongside Johnny Green, and he wanted that kind of. That role,
0: I think Valero is actually is is, is misleading though because I mean actually he's a player that could have been great but turned up not to be. We signed a lot of players that were never going to be great: Mate, uh, Miller, bedner You know players that you know, we kind of knew were were of limited capacity, but we signed them anyway. Uh, it was not it an odd time yeah. for for recruitment. Like so I know I'm a buzzkill about this sort of thing, but I mean I think so, so. Let's let's get into that then. So so you two are both of the era where you can where you can remember from Megs and onwards. I am of an era where I can just about remember Brian Talbot, but <laughs> I can remember the, the terrible people before it, you know, the Bobby Gould era. Uh, Berkinshaw. Bir- yeah, Keith Birkinshaw uh, you know, briefly enjoying Little. Aussie R yeah, Brian, it was, was was an appalling manager. Um, so I can remember that those th- those times. You know, Ray Alfard winning five games, and all of a sudden we're thinking it was uh, it was genius. And then Gary Megson comes in, and it's a new era. You know, he he, he wildly overperformed and changed us into to a team of um, of you know at the bottom of the championship to a team <coughs> competing for the Premier League. So from then on in the pantheon of managers from then on uh, <laughs> what do you think so so there are
1: pantheon's a strong term so we've yeah. we had, right. we had
0: Megson we've had Robson Mowbray
1: chronologically Di Matteo Clark yeah. uh, Hodgson then Clark then Mel then Irvin okay. then Pulis then Pardew
0: so where does it, where does Mowbray stand in that list I'll let Kieran take this one
2: see I want to say number one but he's obviously on an even keel with Megson we are going to fall out for two different about. it's because them I think them two between them are the reason our club enjoys you know, the commercial success, etc., that we're getting now because Megson obviously Megson you know, when he took over the club, Sua Regis was still our best striker as a coach and mm-hmm. uh, the players were taking ham sandwiches in for lunch and <laughs> then he got us he got us on the cuff of the Premier League and we were just on that line where, you yeah. know, we weren't quite Mowbray, he was a little bit early in the sense that he didn't keep us in the Premier League, but he he built a lot of the squad. He built was the was the core of what helped us establish ourselves, and um, for me, them, you know, with Olsen, you got Brunt, Morrison. For me, them, they have to go hand in hand together to be, you know, the reason why we are where we are at the minute. You might disagree it, So I'm really going to go In
0: the middle of it. it's, uh, For me I think he's fourth so, Fourth Yeah so, you, You're so going to no put Tony I am going to put Tony, put Tony oh, So Get out of my So row. unquestionably <laughs> Garen Megson Is first foot Because none of this Happens without him He yeah. turned a team, an awful point team point Into eight. a Premier League team
2: Definitely
0: Second is Roy Hodgson uh, He wasn't there For very long But he brought control He brought uh, you know As long as Roy Hodgson Was at the Albion Albion were sending
1: the Premier League Oh no, this is where. I you don't get, know, maybe not. I mean, was, I was. was fortunate. Yeah,
0: you know, I was watching the games and I was enjoying it, he, but I think Tony Pulis overperformed more than. than, than, than overperformed? Do you I, think I did, so? he Never forget that Tony Pulis inherited a team that was going down, without question, yeah. going down. Yeah, Malinor, yeah. I man, man, managed them before. That team were going down. But
1: I'll argue then he was taking a team down that were arguably the best team that he's assembled, we've assembled on paper.
0: Um, but I, I, I get it. It's funny because it In is, terms
1: of name In terms of individuals Yeah Five, six, seven years ago We weren't in We were never in a million years Going to uh, attract The likes of Gregor Krakowiak Or Gareth Barry Or Jay Rodriguez Or Jake Livermore In terms of you know. Oh
0: sorry You're talking about the team That Pulis was leaving was Yes going, I thought you meant The one he inherited No no The one he inherited
1: Where's Was Paul? the polar opposite Yes He yes, kept yes. up no, no,
0: Exactly uh, And I think that's right and and, and and I think if It's almost like If he, if he, he would if Pulis was to live out his time at Albion and relegate them and, and I don't know that's a given but then, then maybe uh, it's close but oh. certainly but certainly Hodgson comes above Mowbray in, in oh my list no.
1: Mowbray uh, for me Mowbray's comfortably on the podium uh, the only other, the only other manager that gets close is Mason. So, so
0: Mobe is the best manager we've had in
2: your lifetime.
1: Well, I think so, yeah. Based on the fact that it was the most enjoyable campaign you, I've had. Yeah, as I a think fan, if
2: you take away the football, uh, everything to, else, you've got, got to football.
1: enjoy the football as a fan. You've got to. That's he the whole the, reason. He was the best one to watch, and that a, was yeah. unquestionably some of the goals we scored that season. Cause I'm a real sad case. I remember them really, really clearly. Yeah, uh, we scored some goals that Premier, like European teams, couldn't have finished off any better
2: and we sh- to be honest we should have won the
1: FA Cup that season we should have yeah, won the FA I mean, Cup but, uh, even this Derren- yeah, yeah, just, to this oh, day was Portsmouth. it was handball for, for God's one. sake just, just one of the other two championship teams we'd have beaten
0: the um the the other thing I think is incredible about the myth about Mova and he is I've had a great time uh, and I like him just less than most Albion fans do <laughs> is he left he he relegated us and left for another team and yeah Albion fans look it's obviously a bit like a, uh, went, a to Blackburn. One. Went, went to one <laughs> <Blackburn. laughs> went to went for Blackburn went to Blackburn
1: no no went to Blackburn ironically oh Alaska. yeah went to Blackburn dressed as him they all went to Blackburn <laughs> he would part with the Tony Murray masks only for him to then say farewell so uh, you rank
0: yeah. Mowbray
2: first, the best manager you've ever had. He's second for you. Well, he could be first. Um, probably first, mm. if you. I'm going to put Maddie my neck on the line and so well. first. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I've got to say, in I'm, terms of football, I can really, really appreciate. Gary I Mix. love Gary Megson
0: so this much. that me. I might have to get new co-hosts on this, on this podcast. <laughs> uh, he, he has to be seen as above everyone else. But okay, well, no, it's fair enough. Listen, you listen. Can <laughs> we just? <laughs> can we, can we, can we just?
1: Can, I, can I, In that case, as much as uh, you clearly love Tony Mowbray. Can I uh, just pick your brains as to this list of uh, recruits? Let's talk it through. Well, I, I associate it with terrible signings as well. I just, I just can't believe... How bad. How, no, no, no. Well, yes, how bad. But I just can't believe how far at different ends of the spectrum Brunt and Morrison were to everyone else. <laughs> yeah. It's frightening. So I'll give you these names. Shelton Mice, 50 grand from Hibernian. Yeah. Who he obviously was at... Previously, before he moved to Albion. and
0: was obscurely signed not to play.
1: Tanini, <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Teni- I'm not sure. Albion spent two hundred grand worse anywhere else nah. in their history than well, Tanini. That,
0: that was that. Two hundred grand, a million,
1: a million now in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tashira was six hundred grand. Uh, got a positive. really, really unfortunate injury and never ever looked like he was going to be a hit in the Premier League. Boschan Cesar was okay. He's he's made his name in European football. He was he's actually a lone a, signing. he's quite
0: a big name. He, yeah. yeah, he, he really still
1: is now. He still plays in Serie A, yeah. and he's you know he's under caps for his for Slovenia. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think he'd have been a better signing than you know Pele and Donk and yeah. Barn anyway. Definitely uh, Pele. There's yeah. the other one. Yeah, Pedro. We thought we were getting <sighs> the Pele bloke ended up at Hensford Town. <laughs> Uh, Bartosz Lazarski, I'm not even sure Bartosz Lazarski even actually played probably I think he. Oh, I never did. saw him. Was he played for, went on loan for Black, Blackpool. Uh, Michael Danek the goalkeeper, definitely never played a game. No. no. I don't even know where he is now. Uh, we signed Roman Bednar so late on deadline day that me as a kid going to school the next day woke up and didn't actually realise we'd signed him until the first huh. game after. Um, Carl Hopkins, we signed from Stoke. He's the first player you've listed that I actually think it's a good player. He, he, he kind of jumped ship to finish to, to leave a team that ended up finishing second yeah. the season To win the league yeah. um, And play a different style of football Then we signed Leon Barnett Who we saw at Luton as Curtis Davis's direct replacement yeah. uh, Never was going to work And, then and we that was a
0: season We played well
1: And Ishmael Miller oh. And then Brunton Morrison Who immediately looked just a cut above along Alongside Phillips and Gera, um And Corrin it just shows
0: that. I mean, because I think that's a terrible list, but he, it's obviously was. And Yet it was a fantastic squad, oh, and there's two great yeah. names in it. And, and, and I mean, the the the, the 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 what he did with Jonathan Greening was incredible. You know, a player, a, 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 a reasonable winger, They've, a, a Mexican, but but I mean, he's, he was he was the archetypal. Mowbray player, a player you know, a winger that was doing all right, playing OK wide. He wasn't that fast. He, you know, he, he, he loved he, it. He, loved he had that he same loved to step trick over, coming yeah. inside all the time, <laughs> like Dummy. ten times before yeah. he crossed the ball. to turn what was it? Was a decent winger who would have got in the team and you know, created a few goals. To the absolute heartbeat of a successful championship team was a superb thing to he do. Class, yeah. uh, and I mean, and you know. Yeah. You know, again, even look at it as an asset. Played played a good few years for us, playing well. Sold him as a thirty-year-old for five million quid, and then he never did anything ever again. No, no. Um, we had a
1: great record of doing that, actually. Um, we, we, with the likes of, um, well, To be honest, I'm going to go back on my own statement now. But we released Corrin where there was an argument he probably should have had another year or so. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't agree a new deal with Gira when we really should have given him a new deal. Um. And then you had to shear as well. Who I don't think we actually made any money. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it all back. We actually did dreadfully making money. Greening was the exception to the rule, wasn't
2: it? It was a
0: weird time for Sign. I mean, and Robbo
1: as well. Robbo was was another one that we we made money on when and Diomansi Camaro We made money on players that we had. Probably no right to make money on when we saw him.
0: It is an anti- so I think he, he spanned, he, um, Ashworth joined while brother was there, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. obviously Ashworth, when we really got our act together, and I can't think I'm that not terrible sure. list of people would yeah. have come under an Ashworth
2: era, would it? It was the following summer, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, think. no, that wasn't Ashworth. Um, but that was, um, I'm trying to think who that might have been.
0: So anyway, he's he's uh, we're meeting again for the first time since he departed. What, what do you expect to see? He's the best manager either of you've ever seen. We're never going to win this game, are we?
2: He's progressed a lot since he was at Alden as well, I think. Yeah. Because obviously he he was very attack heavy, a bit like Darren Moore is now, to be honest. And uh, that was his downfall. But if you look at his team since, I think you know he had a bad spell at Celtic. But since then he's built himself back up, and if that Blackburn side is actually a very good side, yeah. Um, I know they've just come up, but they've they're very they're quite strong. I mean they've conceded less than Albion, which isn't hard, but when you think they're a team that's just come up from League One. They play some great football. They've got a string of good players, I know Bradley Dack stands out, but that they com- they could comfortably finish in the top six the way they're playing if they can. Yeah. Go. And it's it's on a par with what he did at Albion to be honest. When you think of how much of a rebuild he did that summer. Um I just think he's a bit more of a, a well-rounded manager now and I think we're, we're coming up against a Tony Mobe that's progressed a lot since he was at Albion despite how well a lot of Albion fans think he did for us.
0: And yet the thing I mean so, the, the success of DAC. so I associate Mobe with signing, put endlessly signing players that play in the same position who so <laughs> started attacking central <laughs> midfielders again yeah. and again and again and then found a way of trying to get them all on the team.
2: It's in. kind of what same as what's happening at Albion now though isn't it? It's, it's funny how Everything you kind of knock me over for. We're kind of dealing with ourselves at the club at the minute.
0: Yeah, but I think that's, I mean I, I, I'm not familiar enough with Bob Blackburn. I do, but to see that they, they are creating a good a good side. But the um, it would appear like he's they are they're managing to control games better than we are. You yeah, know, it's not definitely. it's not just a you know, who scores first kind of competition. So it's, I mean it's it's good to see. I, I I've played a bit of devil's advocate in this room. I had a, I had a great time. um and I think what happened when he got to the Premier League, if we say, is the we never had the tempo to live with the get with the put the type of football we were playing. though. No, it was at Premier League level. What we get, we didn't actually get exposed for um, ability or the kind of the nature of it. What we did was we got exposed for tempo that other teams were able yeah. to do what we did faster. It, yeah. was
2: it, it, it was just a bit naive. I think you know we went toe to toe with the Premier League sides, but we just lacked that quality. We never got around We kind of just that little bit of quality made the difference pretty much week in, week out. And so, which is why we finished by Yes, that'll
0: do it. So that man you were talking about, Joe,
2: Simon Hunt, he's the person yeah,
0: who blows that. Yeah, a man that,
1: that rang a bell actually recently. I've just had a quick Google while you were chatting and uh, it actually, it, Refresh my memory uh, recently because very very ironically he's just been uh, announced as Nottingham Forest's Luke Dowling mm-hmm. replacement Oh is that right? Yeah so he was kind of head of scouting, uh, well not head of scouting but he, uh, he was replaced by Dan Ashworth Albion oh, at the same time Moby was there yeah. So he was actually uh, in charge of business that, that summer, I think, I think that's that, why that does not surprise me.
0: Is there's only a certain number of these kind of football, like director of football, Or football administrator type people. So you kind of you kind of know they're going to end up at the Albion eventually. Yeah. Like it, like we we always knew Nicky Hammond To get to Albion eventually because yeah we're basically the only people who kind of have that role. Uh, so that, that does not surprise me. Mm. Um, Anyway, well, we look forward to Tony Weber coming back. And, uh, ironically, having started off this podcast saying that we'd be, uh, be more organised than the Albion through. I'm not sure we have, but we just bounced from here to there to everywhere. But uh, is it, it? but I hope uh, hope you've enjoyed uh, um, thinking about Tony Weber and please do share our thoughts with us via Twitter, Facebook, the likes. Um, thank you for joining us this week for Woodman Corner, and we'll see you again soon.